Hello, thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Month Ahead Audio Horoscopes for Leo Season. This is Renee Sills, your astrologer and host of the Embodied Astrology Podcast. Along with these horoscopes, please make sure to listen to Embodied Astrology for Leo Season. This special episode called Glow Time focuses on Leo in the body, in life, in love, in relationships and experiences. Everybody carries Leo in their bodies. Everybody has Leo in their charts. And in this episode, I'll offer some attunements and healing practices for working with Leo in yourself and in your life. Also, please remember to check back in with me at the new moon and the full moon this month for some lunar attunement practices. On July 31st, we have a new moon in Leo, and on August 15th, we have a full moon in Aquarius. And both of those days, I'll be putting out meditations or embodiment rituals to help you attune with these lunar cycles. I want to offer a huge thank you to subscribers. Subscribers, thank you so much. You keep Embodied Astrology happening, and your monthly donations are what sustains this work. If you enjoy Embodied Astrology, please consider becoming a subscriber. You can subscribe at any amount per month. Really, even just $1 a month is so helpful. Your monthly subscriptions allow me to continue this work with steadiness and reliability. And if you get something out of Embodied Astrology, please help it to sustain, help it to continue. Subscribers also get access to my extended monthly horoscopes. And these extended forecasts include a PDF with planetary aspects and lunar cycles throughout the month, my interpretations for the energy of those aspects and cycles, and some embodied suggestions for how to work with this energy. You'll also get an extended audio horoscope that you can listen to that isn't sign-specific, but that goes through in detail a lot of planetary energy that I don't mention in your individual horoscopes. If giving a recurring donation isn't available to you at this time, consider a one-time donation, and please always share it with friends. This is the number one way you can support this project is by reposting it, forwarding on the emails, and telling your friends about it, giving five-star reviews on Apple iTunes podcasts or wherever it is that you listen. Finally, I want to give a brief plug for a special retreat that I'm offering later this year. From September 29th to October 3rd, I'll be offering a three-day residential retreat where we'll be working with embodied astrology. In this retreat, you'll learn a ton about astrology, you will work with your own chart, you'll get to prepare for the exciting astrology of 2020, and use your astrology and use the tools that I offer for how you embody astrology and the astrological potential to manifest your magic. Get more information at embodiedastrology.com under play and learn and live events. Your horoscope is coming right up. Stick around. All right, we're going to get into your horoscope now. As always, I just want to encourage you to listen with an open mind. Horoscopes are a general kind of art. There are a ton of people on the planet, and there are not only 12 kinds of people. So as I offer your horoscope, I'm offering general suggestions, and the energy that I'm receiving from the chart may or may not be applicable to you in exactly the way that I speak it. So please listen for the sentiment or the symbolism in what I'm saying. Apply it to yourself intuitively. If you associate to something that I'm saying, that's the right thing. You can go down that road. Listen a couple of times, 
ask questions to yourself, kind of consider all the different ways that you could think about what I'm offering, and always take what works, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are simply suggestions here for your best benefit and positive evolution. I want to encourage you to listen to the horoscopes for at least your sun and your rising sign. Your sun sign is the season that you are born. It's what you answer when someone asks, hey, what's your sign? Your rising sign is the time of day you were born. Not everybody has this information. And so if you don't know your rising sign, your sun sign is awesome to listen to. Some people really get into listening for their moon signs, for their Venus signs. There are all different signs for all the planets in your chart. And really, many of the horoscopes could speak to you. So I hope you enjoy whichever ones you listen to. Hello, Gemini. Welcome to your audio horoscope and month ahead forecast for Leo season. Leo season begins on July 22nd. It completes on August 22nd. And for you, Leo rules the solar third house. The solar third house has a lot to do with Gemini, actually. Gemini is the third sign. And this place in the chart rules communications, siblings, neighbors, how you are socialized, how your mind develops, your cognitive capacity, how you continue to be socialized and learn. Um, I think of this place in the chart really as the mind. And of course, the mind is expansive. Everything that we experience in our lives comes through the filter of the mind. As the sun moves into Leo, it joins with Mars. And over the course of Leo season, Mercury and Venus both also join up with the sun and Mars in Leo. So this summer, we've got uh, all the personal planets kind of traveling together. And this brings a lot of attention to whatever area of life uh, all of them are traveling through. So throughout the course of Leo season, there's a lot of emphasis for you on communications, on expression, on expressing yourself from a heartfelt space, from your centrality. Leo as a sign rules the heart and the spine. And its essence is courageous. It takes courage to express oneself. It takes courage to be authentic and truthful. And Leo in its most exalted and its most positive capacity is very courageous. It shows itself. It offers its heart. Um, it is honest. It's transparent. It's truthful and quite warm. Over the course of Leo season, you have the opportunity to expand your sense of social connections. There's a lot happening in the fire signs this season. Jupiter is in Sagittarius. If you've been listening to your horoscopes, you know that this part of your chart has to do with others, with your important relationships, with your committed partnerships, and with you in the world as a social being. Chiron is in Aries. Aries rules your 11th house. This is the place of friends, networks, your broader social circles, and how you position yourself in a greater social whole. So all of the fire signs are acting together this month, bringing a lot of energy into your connections, into your communication, into your relationships. Throughout the course of the month, the fire signs will be aspecting earth and water quite a bit. Earth and water move down and in. 
fire and air, like Gemini, move up and out. So the aspects that are being made this month may bring some tension with them. There may be some friction for you in the space between your connections with other people, the need for you to express within those connections, perhaps to express yourself a little bit differently or to engage differently. Um, there's a lot of energy for you to be social this month. That feels really fun. At the same time, the aspects that are being made are calling on you to to get in touch with your feelings and to be really practical. And of course, sometimes fun and feelings or fun and practicality really don't um, fit together very obviously. So as you move through your month, just be aware of your basic energy. You want to give yourself lots of room to express. This seems like a really fun month for a lot of you. At the same time, attend to your responsibilities and see if you can find a good balance. As we get into the month, as I mentioned, on July 22nd, the sun moves into Leo, and then on the 27th, Venus follows. Venus is the planet of love. Wherever Venus is, there's sweetness, there's magnetism, there's good-naturedness. Venus in your third house brings a lot of friendliness into your close-in connections. This could mean siblings, neighbors, uh, friends who you see fairly often. This could also be co-workers. Um, this is a place where we kind of interact with people a little bit because they're around. So how we're interacting on the day-to-day Again, this is um, a place where I think of, of being socialized. Um, and so our social experiences that are day-to-day, -day, not entirely exceptional, but regular or normal, um, actually get a boost from Venus. This could be really nice for your general mood. This could also be really nice for your communication. And for those of you who are working with your communication, you can use Venus's support right now to bring beauty and elegance into your words and what you're expressing. On July 31st, there's a new moon in Leo. A new moon is always a great time to set intentions for a new cycle or a new beginning. The cycle that begins on the 31st could be thought of as a 12-month cycle from the new moon in Leo in 2019 to the new moon in Leo in 2020. Think ahead. How do you want to work with your communication over the course of the next year? How are you developing your mind what is going on in your mind these days? Gemini is known for being a very mental sign. All of the movement through Leo this month suggests that you have a lot of creativity and possibility for play, for romance, for um, enthusiasm and optimistic thinking. And you might want to think about how over the course of the next 12 months, you can position these kinds of sentiments or perspectives for your best benefit. The fire signs working together suggest opportunity that comes from good naturedness, that comes from enthusiasm. On July 31st, Mercury also turns direct in Cancer. Mercury had stationed retrograde in early Leo, had made its way back into Cancer, and is now turning direct and will move back into Leo in a couple of days. This retrograde stimulated, of course, your third house where Leo is. This is the house of communication and the mind. And Cancer for you rules the house of values, value systems, and earned income. So this is a place where you sustain yourself and also where you choose what sustains you, what is valuable to you, what do you invest in. 
Over the course of the retrograde, there may have been some important realizations in this area that also have to do with your social experiences. You may understand a little bit more about your own energy, how you want to be in giving and receiving dynamics with people who are important to you, what kind of time you need or what kind of experiences you want to have that you're willing to put your time into. This kind of reflection on your values may also illuminate some mental tendencies for you. Maybe you've noticed that you're spending a lot of time thinking about certain things that you don't necessarily want to be thinking about. There might be patterns around anxiety or other kinds of mental preoccupation that you're recognizing you can let go of. And perhaps um, part of what allows you to let go of them is some new kind of emotional understanding around yourself and again around your time and your interactions. So as Mercury turns direct, you may be ready to have any important communications that you need to have with people with situations that allow you to free up your mental energy a little bit more. Please check back in with me on the new moon. I always offer some kind of new moon support, a ritual, a meditation, or an embodiment. On August 11th, Jupiter turns direct in your opposite sign, Sagittarius. Jupiter has been retrograde since April 10th. This retrograde has brought a reflective capacity into the space in your chart that has to do with important relationships, committed partnerships, and your social self. For the last four months, think back on experiences that you've been having in the social realm and with any important partners. Um, what Jupiter wants ultimately is for you to grow in your capacity, in your self-knowing, in your understanding, and in the meaning you're making. There's quite a lot that's been going on for you over the last couple of years that's asking you to stretch your capacity for intimacy, for vulnerability. There's um, a lot of demand, I think, on your integrity these days, especially in relationship. This spring and summer, you may have had some important understandings about how you function in relationship and how you learn and grow through them. As Jupiter turns direct, it will start to make its way uh, through the rest of its course uh, through Sagittarius, and in December, we'll enter the following sign, Capricorn. Over the course of these next uh, five months or so, you'll have the chance to really apply any lessons that you learned um, and to continue, of course, learning them, but now putting them into action. Also on August 11th, Uranus turns retrograde in Taurus. Taurus is the sign that immediately precedes yours, and this sign for you describes the deep unconscious, the kind of invisible space in the chart where you access the collective energy, where you access the spiritual realm. Some astrologers call it the house of self-undoing because it is where we lose a sense of separate self. It's where the ego dissolves. Uranus here brings awakening, it brings revelation, it brings innovation. Since uh, this past spring, Uranus has been stimulating this part of your chart. This is quite a long transit. The planet will be here for the next seven years. My sense of what this transit can mean for you is a big expansion in terms of your psychic capacity. For those of you who are working with your psychic sense, this can also bring a lot of um, breakthrough and understanding of your deeper psychology, deeper habits and patterns, and how you've been entrained. So if we think back to the meaning of Leo for you in your chart, how you've been socialized, how you've uh, 
been taught to learn and how you've learned to think, um, this movement with Uranus actually might illuminate quite a lot for you in terms of very early conditioning, societal, cultural, familial influences. Uranus will be retrograde until January of 2020, and it turns direct on the same day that a really important transit happens. And if you've been checking in with me for a while, you're familiar with the conjunction of Saturn and Pluto upcoming in January 2020. Over this next span of time, five months or so that Uranus is retrograde, Saturn and Pluto are moving into an exact conjunction. And for you, this movement, this transit brings a lot of intensity into your deeper psychological spaces. This is the subconscious realm as well as the unconscious realm. There may be a lot of content surfacing for you that becomes available after having not been probably for your whole life or maybe for most of your life. Really deeply buried memories could surface. Again, you might have understandings or realizations about how you have become the person that you've become. This could be intense, of course, whenever um, we come into contact with these parts of our beings, there's quite a lot to unpack, there's a lot of processing to do. I really want to encourage you to be working with guides and helpful professionals. Therapists are great for you right now. Journaling, um, checking in with astrology, with tarot, with other forms that are going to help you contextualize your experiences. I really can't recommend that enough at the moment. And it seems like you're really ready and ripe for some pretty important breakthroughs and a lot of spiritual growth, a lot of psychological growth. Also on August 11th, very big day in the world of astrology, um, Mercury will re-enter Leo. As Mercury comes into Leo, of course, it joins Venus and Mars and the Sun already there. This brings your ruling planet, the planet of communication, of mental intellect and cognition, into the third house of communication, of mental intellect and cognition. So all of these planets are now moving through your third house. There's a ton going on in the mental space, a ton going on in the social and communicative spaces. I think all of this energy could be really fun. Again, there can be a lot going on for you socially, um, a lot of, of friends, a lot of interactions, but there could also be some overwhelm. And I really want to encourage you to let your brain relax, especially as we get into the later half of August. There's just so much filling your attention. You definitely want to be having fun. If you're having fun, your brain is probably relaxed. But if there's a lot going on and you're really stimulated this summer um, or winter, depending on which hemisphere you're listening from, please make sure that you do give yourself some downtime, that you're getting enough sleep, that you are getting enough quiet and space where you can reflect. On August 15th, there's a full moon in Aquarius. A full moon is always in opposition. So the moon will be illuminating all of the Leo energy. Aquarius is the opposite sign as Leo. For you, Aquarius rules the solar ninth house. This place has to do with big vision, adventure, um, higher meaning, philosophical and spiritual quests. It's where you reach. It's how you discover your purpose. It's thinking about the um, kind of meaning that you want to make for your life and what it is that you're here to pursue. This is an exciting full moon. That's my feeling of it. Aquarius is a fellow air sign, and this might bring some um, interesting revelation, illumination, or ideas about 
longer term purpose, opportunities, ways that you can expand. There may be um, opportunities for you to travel or some kind of stimulation for you to really be broadening your perspective around the full moon. On August 15th, Mercury's shadow is also complete. That means its retrograde cycle is fully finished. Think back uh, on the last two months or so, Mercury's retrograde cycle, its shadow began on the summer solstice. That was June 21st. So as you reflect back on these last two months, just consider any ideas that you've had for new projects or ways that you want to, again, be engaging socially, how you want to be using your mind, any revelations that you've had around your own energy. Um, Things that you've been thinking about starting are now astrologically supported to move forward. On August 17th, Mars will move into Virgo. On August 21st, Venus will move into Virgo. And then on August 23rd, the Sun will move into Virgo. A couple days after that, Mercury will also move into Virgo. So we've got this movement now of all the personal planets uh, traveling into your fourth house. The fourth house is the place of home, family, bonding, and anchoredness. As we move into the last week of Leo season, there's support for you to get grounded, to get rooted, to start thinking about stability in different ways. This uh, coincides and kind of moves with this um, process that I had mentioned before about this psychological Um, subconscious and unconscious awareness that's growing for you. As we get into the end of the summer, you may have some important understandings about how you can support your own psychology, mental well-being, and spiritual well-being. It's important or will be important at this time for you to give yourself whatever it, it is that you need to help stabilize you. And this may be connection with family, paying attention to your home, engaging in activities that are really grounding, or giving yourself some kind of practice or other kind of space where you can just connect with whatever it is to you that feels like an anchor and that feels like a root. Check back in with me on August 23rd for the month ahead for Virgo season. And that's what I have for you for now. If you're interested in more astrology, please uh, look at my subscriber options. You can subscribe by donation at any amount, and you'll get an extended forecast for the entire month of Leo season going through all the planetary transits and lunar cycles. This is not sign specific, but it will give you a lot of information to work with. Thanks so much for listening, Gemini. Happy Leo season. Bye for now.